Welcome to We, Women Encouragers and Wellness Enthusiasts. My name is Kelsey. And my name is Morgan. Both nutritionists leading busy lives, just trying to balance it all. Here we will be sharing the stories of inspiring women in our Oregon communities. How do you balance wellness, work, health, and relationships, and all the little things we do in between? Come listen in on the conversations while we chat about all of these and more. Much, much more. Hi guys, welcome back to We. Hello. Today we have an awesome, awesome guest for you guys today. But before we get into it, we kind of want to give you guys an update with where we're at. So Morgan, what's new with you? Perfect. Um, Not too much. I actually have been having a really normal schedule lately and I love having been able to kind of create a new routine. It's been so fun. Um, and with that, I've been able to kind of set a little bit of time aside again to get back into blogging a little bit more. Um, so if you don't already know, I have a blog. It's thehealthhustle.org. And I guess this last week, I kind of just updated a few of the things on there. There's a lot of cool events in the Portland area. And so I have a whole events page where you can see all the cool events that are happening and you can kind of go and check those out. There's links to them. And then I have a products page. They're not my products, but they're things that I love um, and use all the time. So I kind of just list a lot of those. And so if you ever want to go check it out, it's kind of fun. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. That's it. What about you? You know, I've just been super busy with school. I'm loving everything I'm learning. Right now we're learning all about hydration. So that's very exciting. Uh, There's this really cool website I found out actually where you can – I think I told you about this where you can go to it. I'll I'll link it in the show notes for people that would be interested. And basically what you do, you can go there. It's the EWG, I believe. Uh I could be wrong. And you can type in your zip code and it tells you like essentially the cleanliness of your water in that area that you're in. If you want to know. (laughs) If you really want to know. Sometimes it's better just not to know (laughs) because I looked it up in my area and it's not great. So Mark and I actually around Christmas time got a really good Black Friday deal on this really good water filter. So since then I've been drinking good water, but man, our tap water is not fantastic. So I want to know. It's not good. Yeah, you'll have to go look up your zip code and yeah. see what it's like because it's it's kind of scary. But <laughs> um, other than that, like I said, just keeping up with school. We just got back from the beach and that was fun. We just went for a night with Mark's um, parents and sister. Fun. And yeah, just staying updated. Yeah. But with that, we want to get into this episode. But before we do, we just want to tell you guys that all of our recordings that we do well, not all of them, but some, most, most of, them, of them, that we do them over Skype. And so sometimes the sound quality isn't always the best. And so in this episode, you'll notice a couple times that the sound is a little off, but we just want you to know that we are learning how to podcast. We are <laughs> still new to this whole podcasting thing. So bear yes, with us. Very. We are still learning. We're not technical people. No, we're not very technologically savvy yet. <laughs> yet. So anyway, just bear with us. It has some amazing content in it. Um, Mallory has some great tips. So yeah, agreed. with that, 
just keep Bear that Bear with mind. us. Yes. We're learning as we go. We are. Um, yeah. But it, Skype has created a great opportunity for us to get to interview a lot of ladies around Oregon. And so because of that, we're th- very thankful for Skype. But Oh, totally. Yeah. Bear with us. Bear with us. Yeah. So with that, let's get into our guest. Woo. Our guest is a hairstylist in Corvallis. She's a balayage expert. And more importantly, she is my cousin, Mallory Gilstrap. Hey, Hello. They can't see, but I'm waving. She's <laughs> waving to us. Hello, Mallory. So, why don't we just start off, Mallory? Maybe you can. I guess I was gonna tell. Well, you're my cousin, so that's kind of how we know you. But can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Um, sure. It's a little weird being on this side of the interview process. Yeah. Um. So I am just about to turn 25. Um, I will be 25. Yes. When it airs, I will be 25. (laughs) Um, which is exciting. I, like Kelsey said, I'm a hairstylist in Corvallis and downtown Corvallis. I've been doing hair for almost five years. I grew up in Philomath, Oregon, and I haven't left yet (laughs) because I like (laughs) to Korea too much. Um, I'm also a vegetarian. That's a fun fact. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's kind of just like the basis of me. And you have a podcast. I do have a podcast too. You'll hear a little more about that later. Yes, you will. Awesome. Yes. And Mallory, I mentioned before, but she is my cousin. So we have grown up together. Well, obviously, because we're cousins, but (laughs) our entire lives. (laughs) Our entire lives, yes. And, but more important, she's also my hairstylist. So if you think my hair looks good, (laughs) it's all due to her. Yeah, she's been doing my hair for years, so she's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, I know you a little bit, Valerie, but I'm excited to get to know you more. I mean, we're wine tasting. Yeah, for my bachelor. That's right. Yeah. I think that was the first time we met, maybe? I think? Yeah. Yeah, Second, third. Something like that. Uh, Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I'm excited to get to to know you a little bit more. Um, So, I guess I'm going to start with the questions. Go for um, it. You're a hairstylist and uh-huh. been in the hair industry for a while. But where did you start? Like, how did you start getting into that? Was that something that you've always wanted to be growing up? Like, how did you get into that? And then how did you get into where you work now? Too? Awesome. Um, it's really funny because I actually originally didn't plan on being a hairstylist. Huh? <laughs> I kind of fell into my lap a little bit. Like I had always been really good at doing hair. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, I would do my friend's hair for like dances, like prom and homecoming and everything. Um, but I never thought like, oh, this is what I want to do. I originally had applied to Western Oregon University. And like that was my plan after I graduated high school. Was I was going to go there and actually major in dance. Oh, yeah. we would have known each other then. <laughs> yeah. Um, I danced on the Philomath Shining Stars dance team um, all four years and danced a little before that. And so I thought, like, that's what I wanted to do. Um, but the closer I got to graduating high school, the more into hair I got and more people were like, you know, you should actually try doing this as a job. You know, you can go to beauty school, like, see how you like it because you're pretty good at it. And I totally brushed it off. I was like, no, it's just kind of for fun. I don't think I want to do this. Um, and uh, I don't know, kind of growing up, you're like, or at least like I was raised, like you go to college after you graduate and get a job and a degree and all that stuff. And so I, 
I didn't feel like beauty school is really like maybe the right answer. Uh huh. Um, but the more I thought about it, the more it felt like, you know, maybe I could do this. And so I actually like pulled my application from Western two weeks before I graduated high school um, and said, okay, maybe not yet. I'm going to like check this path out. And then I, there were a couple of beauty schools in the area and I looked into both of them. And one of them I really liked, it was a little bit smaller, had a little Mm -hmm. bit more like homey feel to it and they were super welcoming. And so I applied and I graduated in high school in June and the like upcoming October, I started beauty school there. And it took maybe a week for me to realize like, okay, this is totally what I want to do. Yeah. And, but you questioned it at first, which is kind of cool to see because like, it's okay to question like where you're going. Yeah. And like, you're yeah. going to know once you know. Totally. She has always been good at hair. Right? There was like, <laughs> I remember when we were little, like she would do all of, because we, in our side of the family, we have all girls except yeah. one boy. Yep. And so she would do all of our hair in like braids all the time. And stuff like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So I, so I just kind of fell into it. Cause I really, I honestly was just afraid that like people would see me going to beauty school as taking the easy way out by not going to college. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the biggest thing that kept me from doing it. But I was just like, screw it, whatever. I'm going to go for it. I can always go back to college if I don't like it. Like it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. And honestly, I, I had a little bit of a moment where I tried going to OSU for like a term because I had, I call it my early life crisis where I was like, maybe I don't want to do hair for the rest of my life. Maybe I do. <laughs> I tried it for a term and I hated it. Sure <laughs> 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 that this is totally what I want to do. And I have no idea what else I would be doing for my life. Here's the way to go. Is the place that you work at now, which is Honeycomb in Cornell, yep. is that your first salon that you've ever been in or? No, so it's the second one. Um, Yeah, I used to work at another salon called the Retreat Day Spa in Salon in Corvallis. And I went there like immediately after I graduated beauty school, like a week later. And I worked there for a little over two years. um, And then from there, I came to Honeycomb, which is where I'm at now. And I've been at Honeycomb since it's been open, which it opened July 5th in 2016. So it's been like two and a half years now. Yeah. And Oh, go ahead. Um, I went to Honeycomb, like I left the other salon because it was just getting a little big and Honeycomb was a little smaller and I felt like I had the retreat, like almost kind of helped pave the way for my like hair career and like building my clientele. And once I felt I was comfortable there and ready to go into something next, that's kind of like where I entered into Honeycomb. And Honeycomb is such a perfect fit for you. I feel like it's just like where you're supposed to be. Oh, totally. I can't imagine like being at any other salon. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Yeah. it's perfect. So we saw that Honeycomb is a green salon. Yes, it's a green circle salon. Green circle. Okay, Okay. so I, I know a little bit, but not a lot. So can you kind of tell us like what that means? And all about that, basically. Totally. I love telling people about this because not a lot of people know about green circle salons, which I feel like every salon needs to know about this and be this. Um, so green circle salon is kind of just like, it's like a main company that you can be a part of, like your salon can be a part of the green circle salon company. And basically what it means is that we recycle 95% of what is used during your service at the salon. So this means anything down to like the hair trimmings and the foil and color and like we recycle everything. So with um, 
the hair, we have an IVAC that like sucks up all of the hair. Like when we sweep it in front of it, it's like motion detected. Um, and then when that gets full, we empty it into this like specific plastic bag um, that we keep all of the hair in. And when that gets full, we send it off with all the other products that we recycle to Green Circle Salon. I think they're in Colorado and they distribute everything like properly. And so the hair actually gets sent off and turned into mats that clean up oil spills and like rivers and oceans and because it like is really absorbent so it helps sucks it up so yeah so it turns it into mats which is really cool and then we recycle all the aluminum that we use so foils um we offer like beer and soda or, or beer and cider and we can recycle those aluminum cans uh the color tubes that we use are actually made from aluminum so we can recycle those and those go into a whole separate bin and we send it off to the Green Circle Salon to dispose of and recycle. And then we have a bin for all of our excess color and we dispose of it in that. So it's not going down the drain and getting into our waterways. And then we have common recycling. Like we only have two garbage bins in our whole salon, one for the break room and then one um, for the main area. And they're like really small because we try not to have as much waste, which is really cool. It really is because I've been in there before and trying to throw something away. And I'm like, where do I even? <laughs> yeah. And I'm always like, I'll just take care of it. It's fine. <laughs> you do, you're like, I'll take it. But yeah, you guys are so good. That's like the coolest thing. That yeah. really coolest thing. It's so really nice too. Because the, even the products that we use, like the styling products, um, we use Purology and Davines. And Purology's packaging is made from recycled products. And Davines is the same. And any plastic that Davines uses is um, biodegradable. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So random question then. Yeah. How do you guys even find like, so say I want to find a green salon, green circle salon, sorry, Mm -hmm. here in Portland because I'm not in Corvallis very often. Do you know how to like find out if you're salon? Yeah. So you can go to greencirclesalon.com, I believe, like to their main website. And they actually have a search engine where you can like type in your location and find other green circle salons around you. I love that. Yeah. I think there is at least two in Portland. There's what's surprising is there's only like six in Oregon total though. Oh wow. Yeah. If you think of how many salons are in a town, like Corvallis alone probably has like 25 salons, just like little independent or big ones. And it all of Oregon and all of the towns, there's only like six green circle salons. And I feel like that's not something that, you know, your bosses like, pay much to do like I feel like that's not like an extra step that's super complicated and hard to take no it's super easy yeah the environment better why do you think that a lot of salons don't do that I mean it seems like such a good thing to be doing I honestly I think they just don't know about it yeah Yeah. the thing but it's really so what we do is we just charge one dollar to every service and that covers the fee for us to be a green circle salon it covers like shipping everything over to the company and for them to distribute it. And so it's like, it's really, really easy. Um, that's why I wish more salons would implement this into their, um, their salons because it's honestly like so easy and it makes such a huge difference. Like realizing even just like the color, like at the salon I was at previously, like we would just dump color down the drain all the time and it's just so bad to get into the waterways and so being able to dispose of that properly is makes such a huge difference that is so so cool that you guys do that I feel like everyone should do that yeah I'm just like now thinking either either like my best friend is in salon school right now beauty school Mm -hmm. 
wow, like, couldn't they do that too? Yeah. Oh, everywhere could. Like, I like want to, I really want to like almost advocate for them because it's so easy to implement that every, like, there's no reason a salon shouldn't be doing this. Ah, so cool. I love that. That makes me want to drive to Cordala soon now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) People come to the salon specifically for that reason. Oh, I bet they do. Yeah. I mean, I would. Well, I already go there, but. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So we're going to kind of switch gears really fast, but it's all going to come into like a loop. You'll see. But um, you have your own podcast. I do. Yeah. Briefly talked about at the very beginning. Uh Um, Can you tell us just like briefly about it? Yeah, so I have a podcast with one of my coworkers, Kayla Rearslev. Um, it is called What's the Buzz? Life from Behind the Hive. It's available on like all major podcast platforms. Um, and we pretty much just talk about anything to do with like life as stylists because we get a lot of crazy stories from behind the chair. Um, <laughs> but we also feel like we have so much to share with people too and we only like we see a handful of people but there's just so many more people out in the world in the community that we feel like can benefit from like knowledge that we have and just like sharing our stories and our skills and so we were like why not start a podcast and like let the whole world know and so we talk about anything from like beauty and lifestyle we talk a lot about like business tactics because honeycomb is so successful um we really want to share that success with other people and how other salons can become successful or not even salons just like other businesses because you you can use a lot of the same tactics for any kind of business and so we talk a lot about that um we interview a lot of the employees at honeycomb because they all have a different story but we all work together and so we feel like it's really important to hear everybody's backstory Um, but we also like interviewing other business owners in town because they have their own success story. And we kind of just want to like share the wealth and knowledge with everybody. And their podcast is so good. You guys, (laughs) I know nothing about hair other than the things that Mallory tells me to do. (laughs) And like it, to me, it's still super interesting because it's not just about like hair. It's about so much more than that. And one, I loved you interviewed your boss, your two bosses. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good one just about, I don't know, you guys will have to go listen to it, I yeah. won't spoil it, but that was a really inspiring one. And they've had some other really good, well, all of them are, all of them are good. Yeah. So that's my favorite one too, though. <laughs> yeah, you guys have some good ones. So on your podcast, you guys talk a lot about your tribe yep. and how the people around you really matter. So can you talk a little bit more about this and how your work tribe has maybe shaped your life and yeah. how it's important to you? Totally. Yeah, we on our podcast, we always say your vibe attracts your tribe. And it's actually something that we just say in the salon too. like, we've been saying it since it started like over two years ago, because we really feel like, like everybody has a skill and a skill can be taught like you can be taught how to do good hair, honestly. But it matters so much the people around you. Like so many people will complain about the job that they're in because like, oh, they're like, they hate their management. It's not run very well and all these things. And so it just kind of like sucks the life out of them. And so when Alicia, our, the owner, started this salon, that she made it a goal to really focus on the people and not just the, the company. Um, because she knows that like it, if you treat the people around you like in your workplace right, 
and you have like the right people and like the right vibe, it's going to make the salon a success. Like you can teach someone how to cut hair. You can teach someone how to color hair. You can't teach someone how to be a nice person, (laughs) how to get along with everybody. And so that's why we really say like your vibe attracts your tribe. Like we come from all these different backgrounds and because there's like 22 of us now at the salon, which is crazy. We started with like five and there's 22 now. And we all have different personalities, different interests, different hobbies, but yet we all just attract to one another because we are all yet so similar too. And we all really just like want the best for each other. Like there's no cattiness in the salon because there's no competition. Like every single person in the salon just wants everybody else to be the best version of themselves. And we just want to see that person succeed as much as we want ourselves to succeed all day it doesn't feel like work one because we're doing what we love but also because we really enjoy everybody around us and so it's just like we're hanging out with our best gals all day long yeah yeah how has that influenced your personal life like because your work experience and your work life is so positive because you're surrounded by women that have like your best interest in mind completely and like like you said like you're all friends like are you guys friends outside of work or how has that positively influenced your we're totally all friends outside of work which is really fun um a couple people I've known like before the salon like I went to high school with one of them and I knew just like through friends previously and so that helped but we because we all genuinely want to be around each other we all hang out outside of work together which is really fun and like we do a lot of trips together like either for work or for fun and we never have any issues because we all get along so well and it's just really nice because everyone is so positive and so encouraging and just wants the best for everybody and like is so supportive that it just really translates into my personal life and I know that if I'm having like a hard day or a hard time like lately my anxiety has been really high um and I know that I can call one of my coworkers, like my boss, any of them and talk to them about it and know that they're going to be able to like help pick me back up and they're going to be there for me no matter what. Like our, it's, I, it's honestly just like even hard to like say how incredible everybody there is. Like they will go above and beyond to do whatever anybody needs at work or outside of work. That is awesome. Yeah, that is so cool. Like what a special thing to work in such with such amazing people that's I feel like too that totally like shows in like people's health too because like they'll feel like oh if they're not backed up at work like my gosh I have to go to work even though I feel absolutely terrible and that just is such a vicious circle but like you know like these ladies are gonna back you up and they're gonna like do the extra little thing if they need to just so that like you can get better and like that shows too like you you will do the same for them and that's just so cool Oh, always. Your mental health, for everything, sure. Everything, everything. Yeah. So it's, with that, yeah. I was going to say, it's so nice. Because, like, even when, like, let's say, like, someone is running really behind and, like, somebody else has a few minutes, they're, everyone's always willing to, like, step up and help in the moment and whatever they need to do. So at your work that you guys focus, um, you guys focus on customer experience, but not just that, but you guys also focus a lot on employee development. And I think it's really cool. And I've seen a lot of the stuff that you guys have done, but tell us more about that and like what it's like working for someone that cares about your personal development. Cause you guys have gotten to do some really cool things. Yeah. It's honestly, it's such a blessing, like being able to work 
for Honeycomb and Patrick and Alicia, who are the owners, because like, like I said, like they care more about the people that work there than they care about the company. Like, obviously, they want Honeycomb to be successful and make money, but they care more about their employees being successful and doing what they need. And they like we have um, one on one sessions every month with Patrick and Alicia to talk about like how things are going um, and if we have any problems, if we're struggling anywhere, if they need help or support in any area, because they really just want everyone to thrive and like have what they need. And so like employee development and work development is so huge there. Um, we do a lot of trips. We have gone to New York twice. Wow. Um, we have gone to Vegas once for a huge conference. We're going again, actually, in a couple weeks. Um, we have gone to a few like personal development conferences up in Portland. We've gone to other conferences up in, uh, Washington, Patrick and Alicia will do, um, like owner development, uh, conferences themselves. Like we'll do things like just the stylists. They really look for classes, um, that cater to everybody's needs. Like if there's something for the estheticians to help them learn new skills, if there's something for like a new techniques for stylists. Um, and even if we find classes that we really want to go to, like they will figure out a way to make it work for us to be able to go to that because they know that we're always like hungry for education for more. Like this industry is always changing. It's always thriving. You kind of have to keep up with it. Um, otherwise it's just going to like slow you down. And so they just want to be able to offer like everything at hand for us, which is, it's really, really cool to be at a company that does that for you. Cause I have worked for places that have been the opposite, like not just in the hair industry, but like just in any job, like even those like early college jobs, you know, you're just like there to make a paycheck pretty much yes. where honeycomb is like a lifestyle. And it's, I just want it. I just want it for like everybody there. Like I want everybody to work for Honeycomb or like for a company that is like Honeycomb. And that's why like we really want to share the success and like what are, what works for us because we are so successful. Like we want the same thing for everybody else. Like it's not a competition. Like every there's room for everybody up at the top. And so it's just really, really cool to be a part of a company like that. That is awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. And I feel like that you made some really good points that I feel like um, business owners can really tune into because like, I feel like when you invest in your employees like that too, with their personal development in their life, um, even if they don't express it, they'll, they do notice. And it's, if it's a little bit taxing on like um, pay per se, like if it's a little expensive, I feel like in the long run, it's way worth it. Well, it is because the employees are going to stay there longer. They're going to be happier in their jobs. They're probably going to have a better work ethic because they enjoy what they're doing. And I, yeah, I think it's a great thing to do. I've been so jealous of, I've watched some of the things that Mallory's gotten to go to. And I've been like, oh, cause they're not all hair related. Some of them yeah. are just like cool personal development things. And I've been like, oh, I want to go to that. It's so awesome. 
Yeah, because like the last we went to the Spark conference in Portland back in September and it was only like six of us that went, but we like rented this like cute Airbnb and like went and had dinner and had this like super awesome like personal growth conference that just left us feeling like so inspired. And when we like when a handful of us go and do something like that, we come back and tell everybody else and then it gets them inspired. And then it just gets everyone like super pumped and like ready to go and like ready to just like kick back up, kick butt at work and just like inspire everybody else. And so it's almost like a snowball effect. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that so much. So So, um, as a hairstylist, especially Mm -hmm. with all these like personal development classes and things you're doing, you have to be busy. And I know that like hairstylists like always work crazy hours because I know I text my hairstylist at like 9 p.m. I'm like, can you do my hair at like 8 a.m. this day? Like (laughs) just always on the clock. So how do you go with the flow or like try to balance work life or everything else. Like, and what do you notice has helped you? Yeah. So it's so true. Like do you ever see all of those memes that are like me shoving 5,000 calories in my face in like two minutes of like hairstylists. It's true. Cause we're always working. Um, when I first started doing hair, I definitely worked a lot more mainly cause I was trying to build my clientele. And now that I'm almost five years in, I'm really trying to work smarter and not harder because it's really hard on your body like standing on your I work 11 hour shifts I'm standing on my feet for 11 hours straight and it can be really really hard on your body and so I've cut back to just three days a week for 11 hours a day and I really make sure that I have lunch breaks in there so that I can actually like sit and eat my lunch um and that's really helps a lot being around supportive people really help a lot um I have been getting into more of the personal growth stuff, like by reading Rachel Hollis's books, listening to her podcasts, the gold digger podcasts, um, just trying to like invest myself into as much personal development stuff because it inspires me a lot. And when I'm inspired, I work more efficiently. Um, and like I said, working only three days a a week really, really helps. I've been really trying to get into self care a lot more. I do monthly massages and facials to help keep me feeling refreshed. Um, I see a personal trainer twice a week to help like my body get into better shape. I am cutting out like dairy and caffeine and trying to like feel really good because I know if I feel really good, I can work really good. Um, But honestly, just like being able to have a good mental space and like being surrounded by supportive people and like from like at home and at work really makes a really big difference. And knowing that I can only work three days a week is really nice too. (laughs) I think that would be the cool, that is the cool thing that you can kind of make your own schedule in a sense. And like you can control if you take a lunch, well, sometimes Sometimes. it's not always controlled, but 11 hours are crazy days. So yeah, it's really true. And like what has also really helped is I, I'm a total people pleaser. I honestly think all hairstylists are people pleasers. Like we want other people to feel really good in any way possible. And so I used to be like early on in my career, I used to be really bad at saying yes to like everything. Like I would push myself like way too thin and work too much and maybe like do clients that didn't fit very well for me. And that would stress me out too much. And then it was really hard on me like physically and mentally because I was stretching myself so thin and saying yes to too many things and my resolution like two or three years ago I think it was honestly the year that I switched to honeycomb um was to say no more often and know that I honestly have 
the power to do like, let's say if I have a client that has goals that I don't really see working very well, or that I'm not comfortable with being able to know that I have the choice to say no, especially if it's something I'm not comfortable with. And that makes it easier and um, less stressful for me. And it's just going to work out better in the long run. And once I was able to get more comfortable with that, it's relieved like so much stress. Like just knowing that I was in control, I'm the expert, like I know what I'm talking about. Um, I don't have to please every single person. Not every single client is going to be happy with their hair. And just like being able to accept that made it so much easier. No, that is awesome. I think that's a really good life lesson for all of us to just, just, it's okay to say no. Yes. It's okay to say no. And I really like how, because we mentioned how you like can kind of choose your own schedule and stuff. And I know that that can be such a good thing, but also such a dangerous thing for people that like can't say no. Um, I feel like it's so cool to see that you are realizing how important self-care is for yourself too. And like to like take that lunch break and sit down and how like productive and inspired and everything else that's made you become like slowly but surely. Um, It's awesome. Yeah. And just like the things that you're doing aside from end work to better yourself, like the massages. I I love that. And maybe (laughs) I need to start doing those. Um, Me too. Like facials and working out. They actually just did a podcast with um, Mallory and Kayla's trainer. What was her Echo, right? Echo Taylor. Echo Taylor. Yeah. So you guys should all go listen to that one. That one's really good. So yeah, I think you're, you were like right on the right track with all that stuff. Thanks. I'm trying. (laughs) Doing it good. So lastly, we kind of want to switch gears slightly, but this is, I mean, this is something I want to know. I'm always like pressing Mallory for tips and tricks on to keep my hair good. And I don't always listen. I'll be honest, but maybe (laughs) I'm trying to be better at it. So like, since you, can you give us some tips on how to maintain healthy hair? And then in addition to that, your best must have hair products. Okay, perfect. Um, what I tell everybody is don't ever sleep with your hair in a ponytail. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Wet or dry or in a bun. I totally did last night. So just like, listen to what I say, not what I do. Uh, Because it can just, like, put a lot of strain on your hair and can really damage it. Um, Use lower heat settings when styling with a blow dryer and, like, curling iron and straightener. It does not need to be super, super hot. Low and slow is the way to go. Um, Frequent trims. Every, like, I have a lot of college students as clients, and I always say, like, get a trim every term. Um, It's just kind of a good frame of reference for them to be able to follow. And that way you're trimming off of the dead ends. Because if you have like split ends and your hair keeps growing, those split ends are just going to keep splitting. They have to be cut off. And so by getting frequent trims, you're keeping those um, from happening and it'll keep your hair healthier. Um, At-home conditioning treatments are really good to help pack in moisture, especially during the wintertime when it's a little colder, a little drier, harder on the hair. Um, Those are kind of like my main like go to's. Um, How often should we be washing our hair? I feel like oh, this is yes. like the biggest question right now. Yes. Um shoot for every three days. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'm so bad at that. 
for everybody listening, do not wash your hair every day. It is not good for your hair. One, you are washing out your natural oils way too fast. Um, your scalp itself, it produces um, sebaceous oil. Like you have sebaceous glands in your scalp. They're really small. And that's like what makes your hair all nice and moisturized, but it can also get too oily. And so when you're washing your hair too frequently, your scalp is like, oh my gosh, like it's getting washed away too fast. I need to produce more because it's just going to get washed away so quickly. And that's where people feel like they get so greasy because, and they have to wash it every day, but really it's the opposite. So if you start washing it less, you, your hair will adjust to it. Like there's going to be a couple weeks of a greasy period, but it will get better. Like I only wash my hair once a week and it's totally fine. And it doesn't look greasy ever. No, I worked my way up to it. Like I would start with every two days, do that for a few months, then try and push it to every three days, do that for a few months. If you feel like you can go more awesome. If not, every three days is like perfect. And you're also, um, when you like shampoo your hair, you're altering the pH of your hair and hair has a natural pH balance of like a level seven. And like when you are washing it too often, you're just altering that too much. And it can actually cause your hair to feel a little damaged too, by washing it so often. And so giving it that rest time to balance back out to its natural state is going to help it also. What would you say to someone? So I've been running a lot more lately and whenever I, I run, I, my hair gets like gross. And so what would you say to someone that's really trying to wash their hair less, Mm -hmm. but they don't want to have like gross hair, but there's someone who works out a lot. Right. Um, dry shampoo is your best friend. (laughs) Oh, it's dry shampoo. And that you can like rinse your hair. Just try not like shampooing it. Like every time conditioner. Always condition. Whenever you shampoo your hair, always condition because you are changing the pH of your hair with that shampoo. That conditioner is going to help balance that back out also, as well as moisture, lock in moisture. So I know some people are like, well, I'll shampoo, but I won't condition. I'll just use a leave-in conditioner afterwards. Still always condition your hair in the shower. Okay. So if you don't shampoo your hair, can you condition it then or will it just promote more greasiness? You can. I always recommend just on the ends. Like even when you are like shampooing and conditioning your hair normally just mid shaft to ends like you do not need to condition your roots because the sebaceous oil that your scalp will naturally produce is going to moisturize your roots for you so you never really need to put conditioner on your roots anyways okay good to know so when you say rinse like like when we go and like when we you go to shower or whatever I can just like wash it out with water and then that's fine oh okay yeah I didn't even know that yeah and then you could put like a leave-in conditioner after you get out like a little spritz afterwards, but you don't need to be like shampooing it. I love that. That's like such relatable, like so many relatable tips. Yeah, yeah those are perfect. Cause those yeah. are always the thing I'm like, I need to know all the things and I feel like I want healthy hair. What would you do? This is kind of, well, it's related. So someone who wants to grow their hair out, like I just cut my hair kind of short and I don't really want it short anymore. How do I make it grow? There's like no real like proven way to like make your hair grow faster, even though there's like always like, oh, this will help and this will help. Really, you just kind of have to give it time. But getting like frequent trims is going to help your hair from splitting and getting dead ends, which you would need to cut it shorter if that happened. So that's going to help prevent that. Um, Taking, um, I always suggest people take their vitamins because that helps promote healthy hair, skin and nails, especially biotin. That one is specific for good hair, skin, and nails. Um, so that sometimes that can help promote healthy growth. Um, 
So those are, that's usually my recommended trims and vitamins. Okay. And then what are your hair products, your favorite hair products? Or your yeah. Um, my favorite go-tos right now, I love Pureology, like anything by Pureology. It's what we use in the salon. It's super eco-friendly. It's really, really good for your hair. Um, I have blonde hair. Um, so I need like purple shampoo to help keep it bright. They have their, um, strength cure best blonde shampoo and conditioner. It's a purple shampoo and conditioner that has protein in it. So it is going to help fill the porosity of your hair. Like any hair that's been lightened or might be a little damaged. Um, if you think about it, like a pipe, it's going to have like holes in it. And so this shampoo has the protein in it to help fill those holes, which makes your hair stronger and healthier. Um, and also helps keep the brassiness away. So that's one of my favorites. Um, I love their 21 Benefits spray. It's a leave-in conditioner. It has 21 benefits in it. I can't ever remember all 21 because it's a lot, um, but it's basically like the best all around, like everything your hair needs all in one leave-in conditioner that you spray in after you get out of the shower. Like just four or five spritz, comb it through. It's going to protect it from heat, protect it from like sun and UV damage, add moisture, add shine, help smooth frizz, just kind of do everything that your hair needs. Um, and then I love a good dry shampoo. Pureology has a really good one and Davines has a really good one as well. Okay. I love that. I love that. I'm too. always looking for good new products. I know. A good, my go-to product now. That's awesome. So then we finish all of our interviews with a couple of the same questions. So perfect two for you. What is one thing you cannot live without? And it doesn't have to be hair related. Just okay. what can you not live without? Anything. Okay, I was thinking about this earlier when I was getting ready for this podcast, and this is going to sound so cheesy, but I can't live without my boyfriend, Ryan. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's not cheesy. Awesome. I love um, he is so, just so supportive of me, and, like, I'm kind of a stubborn person sometimes, or I'm, like, really, really lazy, and I just, like, don't always get around to doing anything, and I'm really forgetful, and he is always, like, don't forget to do this. Like, I hope you have a really good day. It's, like, always there when I need him, always super supportive of anything I do. He actually like is always begging me to be on my podcast oh. <laughs> and listens to it anytime I have a new one. And so he, I can't live without him. Like, I don't know what I would do without that guy. It's that support system. Yeah. yeah. So it's totally. totally. Um, love that. And then last but not least, what does wellness mean to you? Oh man. That's a good one. I know. Wellness what what just like pops into my head immediately is just like happiness like being like whatever you need to do for yourself to be happy that's what wellness means to me whether it's um taking time for self-care because that makes me happy and that makes me feel good um or having hanging out with your best gal pals or having a full work day like whatever like releases those endorphins for you that makes you happy. That is true wellness, I think. I think that's awesome. I yeah. think that's so good. And that's like a great description of yeah. wellness in my opinion. Cause it can mean something that can mean something different for everyone, kind of. Yeah. So I love that. Yay. Yay. I love that. So with that, Mallory, where can everyone find you? Instagram, all the things. Okay. I have a few, so I'm gonna list them off. So, so. everybody listen carefully. Um <laughs> My hair page is um, at Mallory Gilstrap. My personal is at Gilstrap Mallory. 
Um, you can also find me on like Honeycomb's Salon uh, Instagram, which is just Honeycomb Corvallis. Um, my podcast is What's the Buzz? Life from Behind the Hive. Um, I also have a fun Disney Instagram if you want to follow me on that, which is Just a Girl in Disneyland. Um, and I Disneyland. I do. I'm like super obsessed with Disney. Um, I think that's just about it. I'm like pretty easy to find everywhere. Like I use my name for everything. So you can just search Mallory Gilstrap and you'll find me. And yeah. how do you spell Mallory Gilstrap? It is M-A-L-L-O-R-Y-G-I-L-S-T-R-A-P. Perfect. And that will be in the show notes too, but I just want to put that out there. No one wants to look at that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Mallory, thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. You are so awesome and positive and inspiring. And I think everyone's going to get a lot out of this. So I think. Oh, thank you so much. This is my first like interview podcast for myself. Like <laughs> you did great. questions. So it's nice to be on the other side. You did awesome. Thank oh, you so thank much. You. Thanks. See you soon. Bye. Bye.